Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication. Tickets are on sale now, so for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today we travel to Sardinia to visit Tenuta Massone Manu in the northeast of the island. I'm delighted to be joined by my guest today, Davide Marino, who is the export manager at this biodynamic estate in Galura. Buongiorno, Davide. It's high summer in Sardinia, and I'm guessing it's very hot. Good morning, Mark. Yes, in Sardinia is a, is a very hot period. The temperature is very, very high, and uh, no rain, uh, 40, 45 centigrade, uh, the medium, uh, especially in this week. Uh, very, very hard. 40 to 45, that's, uh, that's oppressively hot. The, the, the wind is hot uh, right from the south, and uh, it's, it's no easy uh, to work in this mode this year. It's very, very hot period. Very challenging. Well, to give our listeners a, a, a picture of, of where the Teneto Massone Manu is located, can you describe this part of Sardinia, what the landscape it is like, what's unique and special about Galura? but also the challenges, I guess, with this heat and with the conditions, especially with the biodynamic aspects of the estate. Well, uh, Mazone, Mazone Manu is born in 1982, is, uh, is a state. Uh, we bought, uh, the family emendatori bought this estate in uh, July 2018. And from um, after the harvest, uh, we start with the the, the, the process for agriculture by dynamic way, like uh, in uh, Rimini, where we have the other winery, Tenuta, Tenuta Mara. So the experience that we was in Tenuta Mara, we bring in Mazonemano too. And uh, is uh, a, a winery uh, in uh, located in Monti. Monti is a, a little a little city about 25 kilometers from the Olbia Airport. Uh, so, uh, from the coast is uh, about 30 kilometers. And, uh, well, Mazonemano is a, a, a really wild land because, uh, we have find, uh, uh, amazing, uh, uh winery, Mazonemano, uh, with, uh, 
type of soil is uh, especially granitic rock and sandy and uh, uh, the vineyard is like uh, in, a, in, a, in a wild situation because uh, um, inside Mazonemanu we have uh, a natural lake, we have uh, a plant of uh, olive oil, many plants of olive, olive oil, we have uh, many plant uh, production of cork. So we find a very interesting uh, uh, vineyard to, to work with, especially white grape, because you know, in the north of Sardinia, uh, we found uh, Vermentino di Gallura. It's, it's a DOCG, so it's most important uh, production. But uh, there is uh, other kind of uh, grape too, like uh, Canonau, like, uh, uh, like uh, Carignan, like uh, Bovale Sardo. Bovale Sardo is a unique uh, grape you can find uh, only in Sardinia. Okay, so I'm imagining this quite wild landscape with the granite rock outcrops. Is granite, which is such an important to giving the character above all to the Vermentino grape. Near the sea, but another world. Inland Sardinia is another world from, from that affluent coast of the northeast where the, or the Costa Smeralda, where the big yachts are and the uh, and, and a different a different world completely so the amendatore family decided to come to sardinia in 2018 what was the decision behind this why sardinia rimini is completely different you're talking about landscapes that couldn't be more different the family amendatore have uh, the second house in uh, in porto cervo in esmeralda coast so Every summer, going to make a, like an holiday period of, of holiday in uh, in Sardinia, and uh, during the 2018, uh, uh, Emendatori are looking for find uh, other winery uh, to to uh, produce, especially white wine, because in Tenutamare in Rimini we have uh, totally Sangiovese grape, no, and uh, regarding. Uh, uh, the commercial, you know, Mark, uh, is most important that you have a white wine too. Uh, so during the 2018, we are looking for find a winery in Italy where there is the production of white wine. And uh, in the meantime, I arrive a friend of Emendatori and, and tell him that there is Mazonemanu on sale and uh, Mr. Giordano going to see Mazone Manu and fall in love immediately because uh, uh, Mazone Manu is a very, is a very special uh, estate. It was uh, in 1982 was the first uh, estate uh, sell the, the wine directly, not the grape to the, uh, uh, the name is Cantina Sociale, no? In, in Mont. So is, uh, and Mazone Manu uh, is one of, uh, uh, the, the, the state important for release uh, independent, independent wine, no, for sale. And uh, so... Would that have been the Vermentino back then? Exactly, exactly. Because the other winery uh, bring, uh, give the grape to the Cantina Sociale, Monti, uh, but don't production a bottle of wine. Masonemanu was uh, the first winery uh, independent to Product a wine, a bottle, and sell to Oreca Channel and and uh, 
private customer right from from holiday especially okay that's important but the the the, the, the particular of Mazone Manu is really the the the, the ambient no uh, the climate the the, the soil uh, give us a very vertical wine a very mineral wine white wine very sometimes strong because you know vermentino is a strong white wine it's not it's not uh, um, soft no look like sometimes to to verdicchio in the style uh, verdicchio from Marche, no? yes in fact and the vermentino di galura has a completely different character for example to the pigato or the vermentino from liguria um the favorito from roero or the Vermentino in Tuscany as well. A much uh, more structure, much more body and and character, I guess. And you're finding that with, I imagine this uh, Mazzoni Manu had old vines and were these old vines that had been on the estate for decades or longer? Yes, Mazzoni Manu, we have, uh, when we bought Mazzoni Manu, the estate the the the, the vineyard was uh, like uh, 15 hectares to dedicated to the grape uh, about totally 50 50 hectares totally the property okay and uh, we have employed uh, the property so at the moment, Mazonemanu is 100 hectares of property, and we want to arrive to plant about 50 hectares. So this is the mission of Mazonemanu, especially in, in Vermentino di Gallura Great. It's a unicorn, a single estate, yes. Well, let's keep talking about Vermentino, about the vinification and how you achieve this wine with structure and character and, and uh, concentration of of flavors and aromas. Well, uh, Mazunemano, the production of white wine is uh, uh, dedicated to four labels. The most important is Petrizza, the most important for the, for the quantity, for the quantity. Petrizza, the harvest is in, sometimes is in the end of August, medium period is, a, is the end of August. The fermentation uh, is spontaneously and uh, we work with a natural cement right now okay so the grape is uh, is pick up uh, we have a scanner machine who read the single grape and uh, take it off uh, a grape burns uh, leaves uh, some animal no a scanner machine make a very very best selection of grape after that the grape going in the natural cement is like a, the form of this cement is like a tulip no is about 3,800 liters, the contentor. And uh, we do many remuages a day for start the fermentation. And uh, the fermentation uh, during about uh, 10 days. And then uh, we, we, we cleaning a little bit, no filtration, only cleaning. And stay until uh, the end of February, middle of March. In a, in a, in a discontinental. And then we bottle it. Stay like one mountain bottle and sometimes we, we, we present the wine uh, during the, the Italy period. Okay. Okay. So uh, a real natural, a natural approach to the winemaking. Completely natural approach. Completely the East is completely indigenous. 
there is no acidification is is a totally totally natural way controlling the temperature in these concrete tanks uh yes is is uh, control we can check the temperature but we don't uh, freeze the container we have the possibility uh, to uh, control the temperature about uh, one centigrade or less or plus okay okay so you're really letting the fermentation take its natural course yeah 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 completely yeah exactly the the other label uh, is costa arenas costa arenas come from uh, uh, a vineyard have 20 medium 25 years old and uh, is more have more structure of wine and the the procedment of uh, fermentation is the same of petrizza but stay some more time in a container until may okay and we have bottled in june in june we bought the costa arenas and start the commercial season are you enjoying this podcast there is so much more high quality wine content available from mama jumbo shrimp check out our new wine study maps or books on italian wine including italian wine unplugged and much much more just visit our website mamajumboshrimp.com now back to the show. There are the third label is Rocaia. Uh, Rocaia work in a in a French oak, so we work with a, a tonneau about five hundred liter. We use a Taranso tonnellerie because we find in Taranso a good quality of French oak. And regarding Rocaia, Rocaia stay in a French oak about minimum 12 months. Okay, so three very different expressions of Vermentino di Galura. Three different expressions. And, uh, and Bern, in, uh, in, uh, two years ago, a new label is Funtana Manna. Funtana Manna is uh, the grape we find uh, in, uh, in a different uh, site, is uh, about uh, 400 meters. We find the grape a little bit different than the other side. Uh, Fontana Manna, when you try this wine, uh, look like, uh, like, like a Riesling, you know? Mm, interesting. There are uh, hydro hydrocarburi parfum. There is a uh, very particular wine, stronger, more stronger than the other, but uh, it's, uh, it's a very surprise. Oh, fascinating. It's not easy to propose to the, to the restaurant because when you go with this Vermentino, uh, the people uh, look you and, and say, this is Sauvignon reasoning, what is? No, no, this is Vermentino. <laughs> but, oh, how interesting. I imagine that might be a wine that would age well as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, Vermentino is the white wine that will be enjoyed on the coast with these wonderful feasts of seafood. Especially, especially, yes. Patrizia is most using in, in a, by the glass in a wine bar because it's a wine you can make an aperitif. It's more easy, no? What would be some of the, the typical Sardinian seafood dishes you would enjoy with uh, your various Vermentino wines. Well, all 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 the plate uh, where there is uh, fresh fish, like carpaccio, like uh, like uh, capesante, like uh, oyster, and uh, a typical a typical uh, plate with the seafood with the cost, no. Uh, so that minerality of the 
vermentino would really pair well with the local fish and shellfish. Last time, last time I hit uh, a, a, a artichoke and uh, natural with the botarga upstairs. Interesting. Artichoke can be difficult to pair with wines. Yeah, it's very stronger, but with Puntanamana was a very interesting pairing. Now, the red uh, wines of Mazonimanu are also interesting. The Cananao, of course, which is Garnacha, Grenache. Yes, the Cananao the, the, the is uh, more freshness. It's totally different than the south of Sardinia. No, in the south, the Cananao is, is a stronger, is more fruity, uh, have a, a, I mean, a fat tannin, no? Instead, in the north, Cananao is more uh, easy, is a fresh nut to drink, it's more drinkable. And uh, our Cananao, we work in, uh, in natural concrete too. And uh, is a wine is not dedicated to the, a long period to, to stay in bottle, no? And what I mean, is a wine that you have to consume in, in maximum two uh, of, or maximum three years after the bottling. Could you drink that a little bit chilled in the summer? Especially, it's, be- it's better to, to drink chilled, yes, yes. yes. It's more freshness, have a good acidity, the tannin is soft. And another thing is that the, the pH in our uh, soil is high. Uh, we have a, a pH uh, about uh, less or more for 3.94, the pH of the wine. So our wine is is very smooth, is very soft. Uh, the acidity is uh, have a good balance. We we don't have a wine uh, with very high acidity. Okay, uh, so this you can find especially in the red wine, in Canonau and in Carignan. Carignan uh, look like uh, Merlot, so is 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 a little bit green, a fruitier style. Yeah, yeah, look like Merlot. Merlot, you know the Merlot that you can drink in the in, like in Friuli in the northeast of Italy, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rich of tannin, uh, black in the color, and have a little bit more acidity than Cannonau. Okay, and the Bovale Sardo, a grape people don't encounter very often. Tell us about ah, Bovale. Bovale Sardo is a, very, is a very surprise because I have drink Bovale Sardo mixed to Cannonau for release a rosé. Okay. But uh, in the vintage 2020, we have tried to work Bovale Sardo alone to make a red wine. And surprise, we obtain a, a, a red wine very, very interesting. Very soft, very dark color. And uh, there is there is no I think uh, another one to competition to Bovalesado. I don't find it at the moment because oh interesting so quite light tannins yeah yeah is is a stay to to Canonau to Carignan in the middle okay for for because Canonau to Carignan is completely different no uh, sensation when you drink this wine. And Bovale Sardo stay in the middle, have, have uh, uh, a dark color, fruity noise, uh, vegetal, and uh, sweet tannin. It's a very interesting. I don't find many Bovale Sardo alone. Bovale Sardo, especially in Sardinia, is used to mix with other 
red grape to obtain a, a rosé. Okay, so that's that's very interesting. That you know, in the north, in Porto Cervo, in, Costa, in Esmeralda Coast, the rosé going very better for sale. I think is one of the unique zones in Italy where there is a very quantity of commercial of uh, rosé wine because is is rosé still is not sparkling. This would be again to enjoy with the in the restaurants of the coast. Uh, exactly. I'm interested in this contrast between um, Sardinia and Romagna. So different. The areas couldn't be more different. Rimini in the summer and the Costa Smeralda, two different worlds. And then, of course, we have this interior of Sardinia that's wild and not so inhabited. And, you know, the shepherds with the sheep and the roast porcidou, uh, different food traditions. So the wines that you're making are also made for these Sardinian food traditions. Well, in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Romagna, the, the area is dedicated to the... To the only the younger people come from discotheque, no? But uh, there are changing right now. Uh, there are many families come uh, in Rimini to make an holiday. There are many restaurants uh, make a good quality of uh, plate, no? And uh, especially here you can find uh, Sangiovese because this is an area of Sangiovese near the sea. So it's not uh, Sangiovese you can find uh, in the center, like in Forlì, Faenza, or Bologna. So it's more freshness. Again, more fresh in the way that the red wines you're making in Sardinia are fresher styles. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we find a similar kind of wine, no? Change, change the, 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 the quality of the grape, change the grape, but the style look like. If you try our wine in Tenutamara and you try the wine in Masonamannu, you can find uh, the same way, okay? The same uh, hand to, to make a wine in different, with different grapes. How interesting. That's really interesting. And as well, the fact that both estates are being cultivated biodynamically, which is really allowing the... The agronomist is the same. The agronomists that uh, work in Tenutamara work in Mazonamanno too. Uh, in both wineries, there, are, there is no winemaker, but there are two young guys working in the vineyard and then in the wine cellar to release uh, a wine. And uh, so you, you can find this, the same uh, hand, uh, I mean, the same mentality, the same mentality. Sure. That sounds so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it and it's an indication of the importance of a philosophy and an approach to wine as much as the terroir. Uh, for the terroir change, you no, know, is the, is a, is a way to find a different quality because in in, uh, in Rimini here we have a climb limestone soil. The estate is about eight kilometer in front of the sea. So many times uh, during in the day arrive many wind from the sea with the salsedine with the many salt arrive. Instead in Mazonemanno the the distance is about thirty kilometers is a little bit different. The mineral we find in the soil with the granitic rock. Well Davide, it's been a fascinating conversation learning about about the Galura area of Sardinia, this wild beautiful estate of 
Mazzoni Manu, but also the contrast with uh, Tenuta Mara near Rimini in Emilia Romagna, and how the two areas do have some similarities. Uh, I, I would love to visit both properties, and I'd like to taste the wines together as well. So I hope I can come out and see you sometime soon. When you have a possibility, we have uh, available to show you our boot, uh, boot estate, because it's very beautiful, very beautiful estate, uh, very nice concept to release a wine. For me, that uh, I work especially in export, uh, have uh, Vermentino di Gallura and Sangiovese to bring outside uh, our country, no? So US and China and then Australia. Uh, of course. We, we have uh, a very, very high quality to show to the buyer. Not easy, but uh, we have a, 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 a not typical, no? A Chardonnay, Merlot, Cabernet, but we have a, a unique uh, grape uh, cultivated in, in, in Italy in two different zones. So this is what I'm looking for many importer from the other country. Well, our, our listeners are located all around the world, in America, in Asia, in Australia, as well as in Europe. So I hope uh, they will look out for the wines from the two estates. And indeed, when they're visiting Italy, whether Emilia-Romagna or Sardinia, they will look you up taste the wines and perhaps visit, as I plan to do myself. So, Davide, thank you very, very much. Um, I look forward to seeing you soon. Grazie e a presto. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, tickets are on sale now. So for more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.